Greetings and welcome to this episode of God in America's Daily Podcast. My name is Perry Green and I thank you for listening in today. Our lesson today is entitled, Keeping Watch. On the evening of April 18, 1775, Paul Revere was summoned by Dr. Joseph Warren of Boston and given the task of riding to Lexington, Massachusetts with the news that the regular troops were about to march into the countryside northwest of Boston. According to Warren, these troops planned to arrest Samuel Adams and John Hancock, who were staying at Pastor Jonas Clark's house in Lexington. He thought that they would probably continue on to the town of Concord and capture or destroy military supplies that had been stockpiled there. So Revere and others made the ride to warn of the Army's arrival. Paul Revere and his fellow riders were example of what we might call watchmen, who warned of approaching danger. By the way, Revere did not say the British are coming. He said the regulars are coming. The colonists were British at that time, and saying that the British were coming wouldn't have made sense to them. But I want to turn our attention for a little while to Ezekiel chapter 33, verses 7 through 9. Here, God says to Ezekiel, So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul." The watchman watches in order to warn of danger. He would have been given a place in a high tower on the city wall so that he could watch on behalf of his town. It is good if the people would heed the warning of the watchman. If the watchman warns and they don't don't heed, he is not responsible. If he fails to warn, he is. The watchman is the picture of elders as overseers in the New Testament. It was not the idea of a taskmaster as an overseer of slaves, but the one who sees over the town or the congregation in order to prevent catastrophe. Listen to Paul's warning to the Ephesian elders in Acts chapter 20, verses 26 through 30. He said, Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of the blood of all, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Pay attention to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to care for the church of God, which he obtained with his own blood. I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away disciples after them. There's a catastrophe looming for American churches, and too many church leaders are silent regarding dangers for their members. What responsibility do they have? On another level, we are the modern watchmen in general and are accountable for ourselves and for our actions as Ezekiel was. Verse 37 again reads of Ezekiel 33, So you, son of man, I've made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. Ezekiel was personally responsible to God to do what God called him to do. Each of us is responsible for hearing and obeying the Word of God. And don't forget, each of us is accountable to God. Romans 14.12 says, So then each of us will give an account of himself to God. Some of us would like to think that we are responsible only for ourselves. 
It is a reason we don't share the gospel or get involved in the lives of people. They're responsible for themselves. I'm responsible for me, we might say. Or we might ask, am I my brother's keeper? They have the same Bible as I have. They can find their own way to God. I'm too busy taking care of me and mine, we might think. But that's not the way God sees it. In Luke chapter 12 and verse 48, Jesus reminds us of a valuable biblical principle. Everyone to whom much is given, of him much will be required. And from him to whom they have entrusted much, they will demand the more. We've been given the greatest gift of all in the Son of God, and we're required to be watchmen with his news and share that message. We're accountable for the present and not the past. Sometimes we beat ourselves up or exalt ourselves in our past, but we're accountable for right now. He said in verse 12 of Ezekiel 33, And you, son of man, say to your people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him when he transgresses, and for the wickedness of the wicked he shall not fall by it when he turns from his wickedness, and the righteous shall not be able to live by his righteousness when he sins. Living on past glories or past failures is not the answer. Both can change in the present. Yet though we're accountable in the moment, that moment helps us prepare for the future. You see, Jesus is coming. Jesus will judge, and there will be accountability. So as we close, keep the light of God's warning burning as we are God's watchmen in our world today.